everyone. Welcome to Glow Radio. So today I want to talk about the solar plexus center and the human design chart. What it means if you have it defined, if you have it undefined. And I also want to talk about how I am using this very effective method to heal my triggers. So I'm just super excited to share with you guys everything. I feel like so much has been going on. I've been going through so much ascension, healing, just leveling up in my life. And I'm so excited to catch you guys up. I feel like we might need a few episodes to get up to date, but let's dive into it. So today I really wanted to focus on the solar plexus center in the human design because this center tells us all about our emotions. If you are completely new to the human design, let me give you like a little blurb on it. So the human design is a system that combines a bunch of philosophies, including astrology, Kabbalah, I Ching, the chakra system, just a bunch of stuff. And it's it's kind of like astrology because it's based on the time you were born and it's not a personality quiz. And it's here to give you your best strategies in life. It's here to tell you how to live your best life. And I just come back to it time and time again. I'm always talking to my friends about it because it literally gives you all the answers and is here to teach you how to listen to your intuition. So that's about the human design. And today I want to specifically focus on the solar plexus center. So the solar plexus center is that bottom right triangle on your chart. It's like that triangle that is pointing inward. So if that triangle is colored in, then it means that you have a defined solar plexus center and you probably have an emotional authority. If it is not colored in, then it means you have an undefined solar plexus and you do not have an emotional authority. So I really wanted to talk about this because this center really tells us about like how we process emotions, whether or not we are absorbing other people's emotions or not. And it also relates to being an empath. So if you have a defined solar plexus, if you have a defined emotional authority, it means that the way that you can make the best decisions for yourself is by sleeping on it, is by riding the emotional wave. So I have an emotional authority and this is one of the most popular authorities out there. So for this authority type, it means that you really need to listen to your feelings. It's not about logic. It's not about being rational. It's literally about how you feel. And it's important to sleep on your decisions because you go through an emotional wave. So it's not the best idea to make a decision when you are at an emotional high or an emotional low. You want to get to a neutral space and you might not feel 100% certain about your decision. I would say you probably feel about 70 to 90% sure. And that's when you know that it's the right choice for you. Now, you don't have to do this for every single decision in your life because that's not really realistic. I would say it's more important for big decisions. Like if you are planning something new in your business, if you are making a big investment, something like that, then make sure to sleep on it. And if you do not have an emotional authority, meaning you have a different authority type, then it's probably not the best idea for you to listen to your emotions when you are making big decisions. 
And in episode 129, I go into all the seven authority types and I explain how your intuition speaks to you specifically. So if you have a different authority and you want to learn how to make better decisions, then make sure to go listen to that episode. And if you don't have an emotional authority, if your solar plexus center is not defined, then it means that you absorb the emotions around you really easily. Just interrupting this episode here for an exciting announcement. So I made some updates to my one-on-one breakthrough sessions and I want to share with you guys what has changed. So now I have two options if you want to book a session with me. You can either book a natal chart reading that includes career guidance or we can do a marketing audit of your current social media strategies. So if you are a newer entrepreneur or you have a certain career idea in your mind, but you want some guidance on how to practically go in that direction, then I would recommend you book a natal chart reading so that we can dive into your chart and see what next steps you can take in order to bring your ideas into reality. Now, if you're more of a seasoned boss babe and you have a business already, we can dive into a marketing audit where I can look at three of your social media posts, see how to tweak your current marketing strategies so that they're more effective, and also make sure that your communication style is aligned with your higher purpose according to your chart. So if you are a bad bitch and you wanna gain clarity on your higher purpose and take practical steps towards it, then book your session now. You can click the link in the description to go to my website for more information. I'm so excited to meet you. So this is really like the definition of what an empath is because you're really like absorbing other people's emotions and you're taking them on. And it's so interesting like when I found this out because I used to think that I was the type of person that would absorb other people's emotions very easily. But after I found this out, knowing that I have an emotional authority and I have my solar plexus defined, it means that I actually don't absorb other people's emotions that easily. And usually whatever I'm feeling is my own. And I realized that I needed to heal my codependency. I needed to heal my anxious attachment type. And to heal these emotions that I was feeling, like whenever I'm feeling triggered, it's usually something from myself and not the people around me. But that doesn't mean that I can't be empathetic. Like I'm a Pisces. I have a Pisces Venus, Pisces 7th house, just like a lot of Pisces placement making me very empathetic. So I can still like empathize and understand and know what someone else is feeling but I don't necessarily take on their emotions as my own. And I think this is a really important part of the human design because once you find out who in your life has a defined center or or not, then you can kind of figure out like whether or not what you're feeling is from yourself or from the other person. So I'll give an example. In my relationship with my partner, he has an undefined solar plexus. So he doesn't have an emotional authority while I do. 
So I notice that like whenever I'm in a good mood, then he is also lit up. But when I'm like going through a rough patch, I'm like processing a lot of emotions. I sense that he also feels it too. And he is also in a not great mood. And this is something that's usually like not conscious. I think I'm only aware of it because like I, I dive so deep in the human design and I'm like constantly learning about these things. And that's why it's like so great to know this because if you're feeling not so great, you can kind of ask yourself, is this emotion from me or is it from someone that's around me? So if you have an undefined solar plexus, here's something you can do to figure out whether or not the emotion is from you or someone else. So if you're feeling some type of way, go into a room, be by yourself and just be in your own energy. And then ask yourself, am I still feeling this emotion? And if you're not feeling it, then it's probably not your own and you probably absorbed it from someone who was around you. I think this knowing this part of the human design is just so great for your relationships in your life and to help you like communicate and just like understand what you're feeling. So for myself, like before, I used to think that I absorbed other people's emotions really easily. And then so, you know, whenever my friends were like in a not so good mood or upset, then I would think that I did something wrong. But I feel like that relates to the codependency, relates to the anxious attachment type. And I really had to learn that if someone has not explicitly told you that they are upset with you, then don't overthink it. Don't, you know, don't assume things. And if you really want to get an answer, then communicate with them, ask them directly. And this is actually something that I recently did. And I'm going to go into a bit deeper later on in this podcast on how I learned to overcome my fear of having these tough conversations and speaking up. So stay tuned. I'm going to talk about that in a bit. So if someone has not explicitly told you that they are upset with you, then don't make something out of nothing. And during those times where I did feel like that, knowing my human design now, those emotions were actually from me, like me feeling anxious about it and like feeling like I did something wrong that, you know, I made a mistake, I'm not good enough or whatever. Those emotions are coming from me because I have a defined emotional authority, emotional center. So if you are someone who has an undefined solar plexus, an undefined emotional center, then be really aware of this when you are hanging out with other people because if you are not feeling good when you're hanging out with a certain person, a certain group of people, it's probably telling you something. Maybe that group of people or that friend might not be the best for you because they're, you know, they're giving you some type of emotion that is making you triggered or making you feel like not so good and you are absorbing it. And, but let's say like that's in a case of like, let's say that person is unhealthy, but let's say you are in a healthy relationship and you are talking to a friend, let's say they're going through a rough time and they're just sharing with you about it you might start absorbing their emotions. You might start absorbing, you know, the rough things that they're going through. 
So after you have a conversation with them, it's important to release those emotions that are not yours. And here are some things that you could do. You could use Palo Santos or Sage to cleanse. Make sure you open a window, open a door to let the old energy out. Or you could take a bath or a shower like with setting an intention. So I do this a lot. I'll like step into the shower, say out loud that I am cleansing all the negative energy from the day, cleansing all the energy that's not my own. And I do this even though I have an emotional authority. So I think it's even more important if you don't have an emotional authority. And I think this works great, especially if you have a lot of water placements in your chart as you are working with your element. So I will literally tell myself I'm cleansing all the negative energy from the day. And when I step out of this shower, I will enter a new timeline where I can manifest extremely quickly. And I'm just stepping into abundance, you know, whatever I want to attract in my life, I will set that intention. So these are just a few things that you could do whenever you feel like you might be absorbing other people's emotions too much you can make it a routine a ritual if you are someone who likes routine but if you're someone who doesn't like routine then these are just tools that you can do whenever you feel like you need to another one is like you can just shake your body for a few minutes just shake everything off it's like qigong style I've been doing that a lot and I feel like that has really, really helped, especially if you are someone who struggles with anxiety. So that's a little bit I wanted to mention about the solar plexus center. And I also wanted to share how I've been overcoming my triggers and how I have been reprogramming my mind, reprogramming my conditioning in order to change my behaviors and any habits that I want to change. So I'm going to give you guys like a simplified method of my six-step process that I usually do. And I have a masterclass explaining the whole process, which I will link in the description and it's also linked in my my bio on my Instagram if you want to check it out. It's called How to Overcome Fears and Blocks in Business. So I'm going to take you guys through like a simplified version of it. So the other day, I, I had an emotion come up. And I felt like I needed to have a difficult conversation. And I'm someone who has a lot of trouble speaking up or I had a lot of trouble speaking up just by my upbringing, because I wasn't taught that my voice is important and, you know, just like unhealthy relationship dynamics when I was growing up led to this behavior. And I'm also a Pisces, Pisces Venus, and I find that Pisces can struggle a lot with confrontation. They hate conflict. I have a Libra third house and Libras also hate confrontation and conflict. So those all kind of contributed to this behavior of mine of being afraid of negative or being afraid of tough conversations and speaking up. So that's why I decided to use the method, my six step method and the, the method I gave an acronym for it. It's called calmer. So it's an easy way to remember and you will learn all about it if you check out the masterclass. So Basically, I felt into the pain 
of having difficult conversations. And this was stemming from my trauma, my childhood, my upbringing. I really felt into the root cause of why I was afraid of having difficult conversations. So it's because I'm used to having a lot of yelling and fighting in my upbringing. And that's how, you know, these types of conversations would usually go. It would usually lead to an explosion. It would lead to emotional abuse, just attacking each other and chaos. So I really sat with those feelings. And I just like faced them all. You know, when you're going through a healing journey and you really, really want to heal something, you really have to face the darkness. And it's uncomfortable sometimes. So I felt very uncomfortable just like, you know, acknowledging these things and revisiting them, but I really had to feel into it to release it from my body. So after I acknowledged the root cause of why I had this fear, then I moved on to feeling the pain of staying the same. So the pain of what would happen if I continue to ignore difficult conversations, I continue to push them away and suppress my emotions, and basically the pain of staying the same. So I felt that if I stayed the same, if I chose not to have tough conversations, I would be betraying my authentic self. I would feel misunderstood, alone, unseen, unrecognized, insecure. I would feel like my voice is not important. And these thoughts would probably constantly be consuming my mind because I'm choosing to not speak up about it. I, I wouldn't be stepping into my power. I wouldn't be leveling up. And physical health issues could happen because of me suppressing it. And that is something that I experienced early on in my healing journey. Like so many physical health issues came up as a result of me suppressing all the emotions for so many years. Another pain is that I would not experience intimate relationships if I don't speak up about what I'm feeling. And then I stepped into the pleasure of having a difficult conversation. How would it feel good if I actually take the step to have more of these tough conversations? If I speak up more, what would that feel like? So I wrote down, I will gain more confidence in having these conversations. I will learn how to regulate my nervous system. I will heal my attachment style and feel secure and calm knowing that I can handle whatever tough discussion comes up. And I will trust myself. And I reminded myself that boss CEOs have tough conversations all the time. And they don't make it a big deal. You know, I felt like in the past, it was such a big deal and there was just so much emphasis on it because of my experience of all those explosions, all the emotional abuse. Like it felt like tough conversations needed to be like this whole thing where like everyone just freaks out about it. But the pleasure is that it actually doesn't need to be that way. It actually doesn't need to be that way. So I just really sat with these feelings and like felt them in my body, felt them in my soul. Like 
if you're journaling any of these things, like it's really important to feel it in your body. You can't just write it down and like have it in your mind and have it stay like a mental thing. Healing happens when you release it from your body because trauma is stored in the body, not the mind. So you can't think yourself logically to healing. So I sat with those feelings and then it actually made me feel so much better. Like it, it made me feel like I could handle whatever tough conversation I needed to have. And I ended up having one like a few days later and it was so much easier because I had stepped into the version of myself that I wanted to be. I called in what I wanted into the present. So I highly recommend that you try this process really feeling into the pain versus the pleasure and once again i do have a master class explaining all of it very in depth i also go into a personal example that is different from this one so you can go check that out via the link in the description and i also wanted to share another way that i have been overcoming my negative thoughts and overcoming my limiting beliefs so this is actually crazy because after I did like all the energy clearing, the cord cutting that I mentioned in the previous episode, 130, I just cleared space for new ideas. And after I got rid of all that old energy, literally all the ideas started flooding to me. And it was so clear to me what I needed to heal in order to enter the next level. So I wrote down all like the negative thoughts that have been running through my mind and before this it actually wasn't even that clear to me but after doing the cord cutting and the energy clearing it just it just came to me so one of the one of the limiting beliefs that I was experiencing was that I felt like my audience wasn't receptive to my ideas and I felt like I constantly needed to prove myself I needed to prove my worth to my audience and I felt like my audience didn't understand my value and they weren't like my target ideal clients. So that was the negative thoughts that were running through my mind and what I did was that I replaced them with a what if question. So this is so powerful guys. I asked myself what if there are actually a lot of people in my audience who are aligned with me? What if a lot of people in my audience are actually my ideal client? And what if my audience actually already understands my value and they are supportive of me and receptive and open-minded to what I have to offer? How would I act if that was already the case? How would I feel? How would I show up? What type of energy would I put behind the creation of my content if that was the case? And I feel like that just completely shifted my perspective. It's something that I'm still pondering, I'm still processing, but asking that what if question just really shifted me. So I, I also really recommend that you try this out if you are struggling with a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of negative thoughts that are holding you back then replace it with a what if and then bring that version of yourself into the present. 
really call it in and embody those emotions that you want to be. So these are a few examples of how I've been using this method. I honestly have so many more examples because I have just been going through like changing all my behaviors, reprogramming my mind. And I just remind myself that it takes a lot more reinforcement than I think. Like you can't expect to change your patterns in a day. You can't expect to change your habits after doing a method like this one time. And that's why I created that masterclass for you guys so that you can have a tool to come back to time and time again. Like it's truly a lifelong tool and it's something that I come back to every single time a trigger comes up because we're all human. We're all going to be triggered and it's just important to have like your tool belt that you can refer to and to find something that really works for you and is really effective. And I find that this method is super effective for me because it's so methodical. I have, you know, a lot of earth in my chart and I need something that is practical and, you know, has a process, like a step-by-step -step process. And that's why I created this because I felt like I never really found a method that was so simple and clear. So make sure to go check that out. And I'm just really excited for you guys to try this method because I know it works. And I know that you will experience quantum leaps and just ascension and leveling up in your life if you make the commitment to overcome your behaviors. Thank you so much for listening to Glow Radio. If you guys do enjoy the podcast, take a screenshot of the episode you are listening to, share it on your stories so that I can make sure to re-share it. You can also show your support by leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thank you so much and I'm sending you lots of love.